do you think this is spiritual growth everything is spiritual growth with the right intention with the right attitude and has an offering if you think that i am doing this finish but if you think kal bhairav was doing this then you are sorted <laughs> <laughs> then you are sorted for life because see he has taken over you he is in this also he is in the same energy that is answering your question the same energy that is asking questions and that is kal bhairav but i am asking question finish finito khatam aage nahi badhega and the beauty is when you surrender no he will take over you he will tell you what to do next and bhagwat gita bhagwan says i will lift you in my hands and drop you just surrender Have you gone deep in the Himalayas yourself? Yes, some beautiful experiences. People say that oh, everything is doesn't exist, but there are great saints living in the mountains, who are 150 years old plus, who are looking like 30. Like even if you look at my guru, she is 80, 85 plus. She is faster than all of us in the room. So there are great people operating mountains. Are they have great yogis? They just sit, do their job. You know, there are few heroes working behind the curtains. whatever gurus we see now in public they are great gurus but there are great gurus also who are working i discovered bhavesh bhimanathani off of instagram and the moment i saw his reel i knew that this man has to be on trs we found a trs all star if you're someone who enjoys the kind of chats that we had with rajarshi nandi i promise you this is another person who is on a very similar spiritual conquest he's in the process of his own evolution This was a fantastic extremely deep chat extremely filled with nuggets of wisdom I'm not going to talk too much more about Bhavesh bhai please enjoy this particular episode I know this is one of those episodes which you will come back to and I also want to inform you guys that it was such a deep chat that we had to split it into two different episodes so this is part 1 of our special chat with Bhavesh bhai enjoy and keep growing with TRS So many things to talk about. <laughs> I'm really excited. Let's start with a simple how are you Bhavesh bhai? I'm good, thank you Arbi. Thank you for having me here and you are a star. I am learning so much from every single reel that you put up. Uh I follow about 2800 people on my Instagram and maybe only like 100 people's content or so is properly followed by me. Usme yeah. se I look forward to only maybe like 5 to 10. You're one wow. of those. Thank you. It's a blessing. So I I don't know how much the audiences even know about your back story. I know a little bit because you met my co-founder Manish Pandey recently. Haan ji, haan ji. So I have some ideas. I haan think ji. you have a very, very interesting backstory, and I think podcasts are a lot about sharing philosophy, but yeah. also experiences. So yeah. we're going to deep dive into those in today's conversations. I am ready. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? Late feeling amazing because meeting you is like you have that vibe. So <laughs> we are ready to just be instruments now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm glad. I think those are the best kind of podcasts. Yeah, where you just connect and there is no filter. So, uh, you yes. got tattoos. You're a Mumbai yeah. boy. I'm. A, I was a Mumbai boy. Okay. Uh, lived in London, but realized कुछ पढ़ाई काम की नहीं है. Was a software engineer. Something happened, and then life happened. What happened? I think the spiritual growth is something which you can't run away from. All your past sanskaras, when they come out, they have to come out, and. your karma situations meeting guru being under people meeting right people is so karmic that 
you just walk ahead jaise aap keh rahe the ki that you are pushed into situations we just surrender and that started happening so you were pushed into moving to rishikesh uh, i was pushed into meeting my guru and uh, when i met my guru after so many years also she doesn't talk to me it's just an eye contact because the guru is within it's a lady it's a lady yeah. how did you meet i met her before meeting i used to draw her you know and i once showed it to my sister and then uh, i met her at my sister's house and from that the journey started Okay. Yeah, but um, we don't have verbal conversations. It is just the presence that talks. But my guru follows a very different path, and she tells me that your path is very different. So whatever learnings are happening, it's happening through that only, because she is completely into bhakti, and I'm into many other things. So I think I'm here for bhakti, which is happening slowly with time. What are you into? I have done mixture of everything but I think the most when I talk about Shiv and Shakti it is mostly tantric tantric aspects which first time I'm sharing with someone so yeah no I appreciate yeah. it no. uh I can tell you this is a safe space yeah. <laughs> we've had a lot of tantra based conversations here. yeah but I think the concept of tantra is so um, because whenever we meet people tantra is only about sex it's only about occult it's about but I think it's something beyond it is on your mind dissolves completely that is where tantra it's not even tantra it's yantra mantra tantra when the three align together that is where magic happens okay i'm going to try explaining tantra to the people who are tuning into trs for the first time yeah. uh tantra loosely translates to technique uh yes yes loosely, loosely. at a very superficial level loosely yes because you can't translate something into english easily because of the limitations of english limitation of english uh mantra again this is for a western audience i'm yeah. like relaying this mantra loosely translates to spell mantra is a cosmic vibration a sound okay so when you chant a mantra properly yantra mantra tantra yantra is your form your form your form yantra like this is a yantra a symbol this is a yantra a symbol an object so when i'm calling rb bhai rb bhai no one else is going to look but you're going to look so that sound is calling out that form So when I call out Shiv, or when I chant the mantra, or when we chant the mantras and Shakti, whatever, that specific deities you're calling out, and that deities are within your chakras. So we look for deities outside, but it is so esoteric, so beautiful. But again, the downfall of tantra is ego, because it gives you extremely it fast. It gives you. It's like a razor's edge. That means uh, I'm walking on the path of tantra. Enlightenment is very close. Right hand is the value of ego. Left hand is the value of occults. Hmm. and any mistake rebirth and there's a lot of karma with it so generally i don't talk about it but you're vibing so yeah what are the mistakes mistakes are ego power control people become crazy also with opening of chakras which we have seen many people and they are thrown into they are just not understood because there are multiple dimensions that we are living in how the bhagavatam also says that thousands of earth this is just one of the earth. so yeah so you have access so whenever one chakra opens you get access to another dimension we call it the lokas yeah. yeah and you think people can lose their mind if uh, they get access to yep. those definitely because uh, reality is something which never changes so mm -hmm. now might be you're talking to me or thinking about something as that is your reality but for me this is just my reality but again this will change so okay. that gyan is very important okay so otherwise tantra will be a down biggest downfall okay 
it's very important to have people in their twenties and thirties talk about these things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which is why I'm going to take you back to this conversation. Yeah. Uh, about how you said you've seen people lose their minds as well. Yeah. Do you want to share a story or just an incident? Um, again, this is personal, but I'm not going to take names. Yeah. Uh, there are people that we know who are doing tantra sadhana without any knowledge under a false guru claiming to open the chakras and they had certain experiences which the so called guru couldn't handle we had to take them to the hospital and then later we realized that something reality is happening but not what we think but later with time so tantric practices are so fast like itne din karo itne din karo itna result aayega but if you do it wrongly then you cut your neck what is doing it wrongly doing chanting wrongly desire wrong understanding that the goal is not to get entangled in the ego and the siddhis we call it siddhis the superpowers the superpowers like patanjali maharishi has beautifully given siddhi chapter number 3 uh, we call it vibhuti in that i don't know if people know about maharishi patanjali but he was the greatest in the first 10 sutras he has given the science how to attain it and what not to do detail and i'm very surprised that people don't understand and in the end he also talks about aushadi that is medicine and everything and again he says that don't get entangled this is your downfall because the end goal of tantra is spiritual growth which means combining yeah. with the divine end goal of tantra is moksha no, that no. state of that pure consciousness and in that state there is no you know me there is that means in that state like lord krishna people say i'm sure he was an avatar lord krishna had this view now i can only look this blood and yes side blood but when you encountered bhagwan he could see your first birth and when you will get moksha that is the power of an avatar he had all the siddhis but he was the most normal person doing normal things okay so many tangents i have to ask you about. yeah i'm just flowing no because uh, i can great. literally feel so yeah sorry it's great bro yeah. um again for western audiences who yeah. are hearing the word siddhi for the first time yeah. or even in the indian audiences who are getting introduced to these concepts yeah so that the average 2023 mind yeah. understands what siddhis are yeah. can you actually give out some of like the siddhis like what they are see uh, there are thousands of siddhis in fact i'm quoting patanjali maharishi patanjali because he has given one section he has given 100 of siddhis and that approximately 55 sutras or more but a siddhi is something now generally when you talk about siddhi people call it intuition intuition is not a siddhi a siddhi is when you get vision or when you know what is going to happen future or you can heal people we have met many people we had many incidences but my problem is that siddhi is if you have it watch it and leave it the moment you try to associate with the siddhi there will be a rise of ego that i am doing it and that is a destruction on a spiritual path it is good to have ego i want a bentley i want a mock i want lv gucci prada it's okay spiritual ego is very very dangerous because the karma that it holds and the next birth will be miserable so that is where i tell everyone awareness is in your hands because nature is always going to work through you so you're saying people get these sort of superpowers yeah everyone on the spiritual path is going to get it hmm that is a law because and you have to go beyond it because that is something which is the greatest test you have to go through because once you think that you're greater finish you're just an instrument okay if that attitude comes then magic is going to happen like shri ramana maharishi um larry masha ji all these great people they knew everything you know story about larry masha ji right 
I know a bunch of stories. I don't know which. The photographer trying to click the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he didn't yeah. like his photos getting clicked. Yeah, and once and someone forcefully took yes, it, yes, and it didn't. And he was always half eyes open, half closed. What happened after they always. tried clicking the photo? They tried clicking a photo. This guy was trying to click a photo, and it didn't come out. It didn't come out. And okay. then one day he just begged, and he said, "Guruji, please, can I?" Said yes, and that is the photo that is. Which yeah. is supposed to be the only photo. Only open. photo that he had. I was very blessed to be at his place. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm taking you back there again. Yeah, yeah. But is there anything you saw from your eyes where someone did tantra wrong? Uh, like how did it unfold in front of your eyes? Um, If you could go back to that day and just explain what you saw. There were students that we had. Not students used to teach. So in fact, there were they used to do practices, and then something going wrong is just having nightmares, having visions, seeing entities which we think it doesn't exist, but in that reality they do exist. then uh, to be they are not psycho but we call them psycho but that reality changes and which is very subtle in fact uh, when your muladhara chakra actually opens now i'm using the term opens which is wrong we can throw light on it later but when this chakra starts functioning that is where occults will start coming to you okay. and um, many people have that access even now they're not aware about it but yeah uh the muladhara is the lowest chakra the muladhara is the lowest chakra when that starts in fact it gives you instincts of animal instincts sexual desires but when that awakens now this is the right term when that awakens it is said that ganesha will give you knowledge how to go ahead mm so every deity is giving you and chakras are not something where you know nal khola tap water close no they are always open either they are functioning or non functioning okay um in order to understand this more let's Break down water chakra is in the okay. first place. <laughs> um, see, I see people talking about chakra that oh my chakra is here, my chakra is here. Oh, I can feel the chakra. Let's be very honest; it is not in our physical body. We have three bodies: the physical body, the astral body, and the causal body. When I will die, I will leave this physical body behind, but the astral and the causal body will be taken ahead. And that astral and or causal body, at a very layman language, is made up of nadis. Now different texts, Hatha Pradipika, Garan Samata, they talk about there are seventy two thousand nadis in the body, and you know they are finer than your hair. Like I pluck your hair, usko ten time if I cut it, that is the size, and through which that prana flows, that energy that we are working to take it up. What is a nadi? A nadi is a network of astral, not nerves or capillaries, but they are very fine. They are energy cords, and when these energy cords meet at certain point, there is a junction, and that junction is chakra. So people talk about seven chakras, but there are thousands of chakras. You know Marma therapy. You know Bruce Lee. Yeah. Bruce Lee used to. Yeah. Bruce Lee used to kill people just by touch, like very close to your touch. Now there is a Marma point here. If I also touch it properly, you will die. What is he touching? That he's blocking the flow of prana there. There are great. Um, I can't recollect the name. I'm sorry, but there are great rishis who have operated themselves, or like Ramana Maharshi. and sex for feeding on him he had no consciousness he was completely control of his prana so what we think is that the body is everything but when you do your sadhana you tap into such other bodies which where chakras are operating now why are chakras are blocked because of a lifestyle of your thoughts lifestyle negativity the more spiritual practices the more clearance the more clearance the more journey unrolls ahead so when these nadis come at a junction this chakra is formed so there are 108 vital chakras if that is healthy like there is a chakra point right below my uh, ankle if i do if you have asthma if i press it properly 
फ्री अगर गलत प्रेस हो गया देन यू हैव अ स्ट्रोक सो दीज पॉइंट्स आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट बट देर आर सेवन मेजर चक्राज दैट इज वॉट पीपल टॉक इन फैक्ट देर आर मो बट वी टॉक अबाउट द सेवन एंड यू कैन नेवर से दैट द चक्राज क्लोज बिकॉज इफ द चक्राज क्लोज यू वॉन्ट यू टू ऑपरेट इट इज आई द फंक्शनिंग और नॉन फंक्शनिंग एंड पीपल लाइक अज इट इज नॉन फंक्शनिंग एंड अ योगी इट इज फंक्शनिंग लाइक यू माइट बी नोइंग अबाउट देवरा बाबा ही वॉज सेवन हंड्रेड ईयर्स ओल्ड ही लेफ्ट इज बॉडी एट वेल थ्रू द क्राउन पीपल से कुछ भी बात कर रहे हैं नॉन बट देर आर द प्रॉब्लम इज समथिंग दैट वी डोंट नो वी कैंट एक्सेप्ट ओनली विथ माई एक्सपीरियंस आई कैन टॉक बट अ योगी इज फुल ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस ही डजेंट रीड बुक्स ही इज नॉट इंटरेस्टेड ही हैज एक्सपीरियंस लाइफ दैट इज वॉट वी आर लैकिंग वॉट वॉज द सेंटेंस यू सेट दैट एवरी वन चक्रज आर ओपन जस्ट नॉट एक्टिवेटेड Yeah, so whenever I read on Google and people talk about people come to us, oh my chakra is closed. It is impossible that your chakra is closed. You know how chakras work? These rishis yantra, yantras. You see beautiful chakras with petals and you know the deity sitting in between. People do sadhana on that. Now I've heard people doing sound healing, chanting mantras, but only under the presence it will actually open. That means in layman's language, so that we can understand, our chakra might be thirty percent open. I can't say it is closed. If it is closed, then khatam. I'm a vegetable. Thirty percent operating. Now, when I do sadhana, sixty percent, hundred percent. Now, when that prana goes in that shushamna through that chakra, I have not mentioned about shushamna. I will come there. Through the shushamna, that one petal starts unfolding. That means usme energy ja raha. So every petal has a bija mantra. So lam vam ham ham is the bija mantra for certain. You might be knowing here. Yeah. Every chakra has a mantra. When you chant it properly, you're energizing it. Now, when that petal unfolds, all your past spiritual experiences, all your sanskaras, all your past birth, they start coming into fruition. What does that mean? That means the fact that you're doing this, there is some past, all the contacts that you're meeting. Even it is said in the Upanishad, an eye contact is an exchange of karma. So you and me sitting is also our karma. so yeah. that all that knowledge how it works starts coming to you so every deity is giving you knowledge every deity is giving you support and that deity is taking you to formless for example if your third eye chakra opens it is your jeevan mukta one of the upanishad is saying jeevan mukta that means your karma is over you're operating and you can leave that and there are many great rishis who had experience of tantra and awakening of kundalini but very no one has attained the journey from third eye till crown no one that means you me everyone here we might be having similar experiences till third eye but from third eye till the crown the journey is unique for every individual this is from form to formless and that is so unique that you can't even that is the reason if you meet a great saint you ask them about enlightenment they will laugh because they don't exist in that state because they have experienced something which you can't comprehend not even in sanskrit it is so it's something very unique okay. and if i die in between doing my sadhana because it comes in bhagavad gita also whatever sadhana suppose now you have opened your heart chakra you are having some blissful experiences and you don't make it you will come back and all of a sudden you'll be pushed from your heart chakra till the crown in the next birth circumstances what, what will be created what does that mean that means suppose someone is doing sadhana okay heart ko tantric sadhana and they have pulled they have opened their chakras with the guru and whatever how karma works and they leave their body or die or you know everyone has an expiry date so mera date khatam ho gaya next birth i will be pushed by mother nature pulled into circumstances so that my journey starts from me or till you again and this journey again how i lead is again that awareness okay yeah uh do you want to 
kind of explain the journey from the root chakra till at least the third eye in a very general way i know you in can't go into details uh, i'm putting it in very simple language okay, okay. there are thousands of nadis which yeah. are operating 108 are very important out of which three are the most important ada pingla and shushumna you know have you seen human dna or is a strand yeah. that is ada pingla and shushumna and it goes like this that is the reason every yoga teacher every saint every rishi will say one thing keep your spine straight mm. the more the spine is straight the more magic is happening why because spine is awareness and the more the spine is straight the more sadhana you do you start activating ida pingla so every you might be doing kriya yoga you might be doing any any sadhana from yoga asana with that understanding to purify the nadis and when ida pingla goes like this in between is the most important nadi known as shushumna now people talk about shushumna very casually but they don't realize even in shushumna there are three nadis chaitra nadi or brahm whatever in that if that prana goes to that is where magic happens these great yogis have not read anything they only experiential beings who have have access to different dimensions they have gone through different planets like um, there are great saints who are just looking at the moon like aryabhatta and all the great they're just looking they got information how because they had access to that consciousness which we are lacking and that is happening on an internal journey they don't talk about it because the parampara is so strong it should go from guru to shishya and when you talk about it of course it's your ego and any ego is a downfall okay yeah uh if you want to begin this journey where does it start like for a college student watching us <laughs> start with just minding your business very simple start with understanding that let people do what they want get into discipline look after yourself and always realize that there's a greater energy working these are some basic steps that you have to follow and of course without discipline this will never come now for me tantra might be good for your for you something else might be good but understanding that everything comes from the same source every individual has a different way to do sadhana i can't generalize sadhana for example for you this might be meditation but for me sitting cross leg is meditation do you think this is spiritual growth everything is spiritual growth with the right intention with the right attitude and has an offering if you think that i am doing this finish but if you think kal bhairav was doing this then you are sorted <laughs> <laughs> then you are sorted for life because see he has taken over you he is in this also he is in the same energy that is answering your questions the same energy that is asking questions and that is kal bhairav but i am asking question finish finito khatam aage nahi badhega and the beauty is when you surrender no he will take over you he will tell you what to do next and bhagavad gita bhagwan says i will lift you in my hands and drop you just surrender people talk about surrender very difficult do you think i'm meant for the tantric path i think you already are you are but um, it is coming to you it has already started the way my 20s were spent yeah focusing fully on yss yoga yeah. and paramhans yeah. and uh, i didn't take kriya initiation yeah but i've been doing soham hongso yeah for a long time for 5 yeah. years of my yeah. life fairly regularly yeah uh, there was phases where i've done it with a lot of discipline like twice a day you know something very beautiful about soham so hum the breath is telling you soham all the time it is there in your blood people are not aware about it because even without chanting so i'm just that being aware 
you should talk a little bit about soham soham is one of the most beautiful in fact um, can can anyone do it everyone is doing it if you like it or don't you can take away my food you can take away water you can't take away breath and you know how we breathe it is very fascinating i asked someone in the class how do you breathe they're like oh oh i yawn but no one's understanding when you're inhaling there's a pause and after exhalation there's a pause if you are aware about it if you are aware about that pause with soham you are in the now okay and soham means i am that's it i'm not this body not this mind sorry i'm getting vedanta but no you get whatever <laughs> you wish bro it's a great conversation i am is everything no aham brahmasmi is it they say that soham is the meditation that shiv ji follows is that true yes in fact shiva when comes in a state of uh, shiva is always in fact um, to get into practical these highly great yogis they don't breathe they breathe at will that means i will do everything and after half an hour if i want i'll take a breath now when we breathe normally that's approximately 24000 27000 depending upon there's a very beautiful text that talks about breath in detail that is the reason we avoid sex we avoid heavy food because when you're having sex you breathe 36 fingers and enlightened being will breathe one pinky finger so when you read hada brata pika the text chapter number 2 it starts by saying your life doesn't depend upon the number of years it depends upon the number of breath so once you master your breath you master in fact shri rama shri krishna or lakshmana they had all the five ayus in control they could eat sleep and drink at will not like us jaise main aata the bola pani chahiye pani chahiye nahi nahi main pani piyunga jab i have mastered the ayus and that comes in the sadhana tantra sadhana what all the manipulation of the breath understanding the breath controlling the breath so all these great enlightened beings they stop and they breathe that well and once you are at that state you don't need food there are great surya yogis that we were blessed uh, to see meet um they live only on the sun they charge themselves in fact we are solar panel individual if you get good sun and one time food you are sorted but we need food all the time because that's how we conditioned yep we are conditioned in fact in reality you need food only one palm throughout the day throughout the day and your sadhana of course and knowledge then you don't need anything because that internal jatar agni is so powerful and if you understand how it works you are that is called tap no a yogi has mastered to manipulate that energy everywhere so they can heal the body through that tap they can get a lot of information but they go beyond that also to begin all this you need a guru in physical form you need a guru in fact the guru is always there and the beauty is uh, your past sadhana like uh, i will talk from the tantric point of view it is said that the guru is always there and if you are worshiping a deity even after third eye the deity is the one and the guru is the one beyond the deity is the guru these rishis have bought the deities and the gods the guru will take you from here till you he will knock you on and without a guru's blessing it is not possible you need a physical guru in fact dattatarya the great had he mentioned he had 24 gurus and he said guru is everything but he had at that state of evolution and even after a while the guru will leave you because even now my guru tells me don't get attached to the body the guru is within that is the reason after every end we push it to people that the guru is within just let the ignorance go accept and the path is beautifully shown what do you think you did in your past birth to get all this so early I think a lot of tantric practices for sure. 
but i don't have a pass so yeah. the f- the first time i played football in my yeah. life i had to learn how to play football in yeah. terms of i had to learn how to position my foot i'm not great yeah. but i'm not the worst football player yeah. also uh the first time i ever practiced judo when i was throwing someone i felt like i know this yeah and i became really really good at judo i yeah. became bombay champion wow. when i was a kid yeah but those throws came to me naturally to the degree where i would create yeah my own throws yeah. as a 11 year old yeah i know there's some knowledge that i'm carrying from a previous birth at least maybe about judo i think tantra is the same or spiritual practice is the same everything is coming from the past sanskaras whatever desires are not satisfied in this birth mother nature will push you to satisfy that desire until you reach moksha to so, jab tak every human being is going to get moksha but you know some are in kindergarten some are mba some are a levels o levels that journey is going to happen so you also playing judo and getting that is your past information coming out see the human cell dies in 7 years right dies whatever you but the sanskaras which are stored that will come out all the time okay. so you and me also have some karma i can't run away from it any to baad mein hota hi kabhi na kabhi but how i respond and react now will determine our future yeah. which is what i find strange about my life at this point we're releasing four podcasts a week yeah which means i'm getting to meet four insanely cool individuals every single yeah. week at least yeah. actually i meet six we record six a week wow and these are all high caliber people they've excelled in their own fields someone's excelled in science someone's excelled in spirituality someone's excelled in sports and i do feel a certain sense of connection more deeply with some of them with many yeah. of them yeah like the athletes the spiritual yeah. folks yeah keep thinking that have i met these people in a past definitely life? i'm still getting goosebumps because you have and uh, we think that we are in control but and imagine your role this has been placed for you so you can't run away from it and imagine meeting so many people so much of karma not from this birth also from past births and you're doing a beautiful job but now again if you think that i'm superior or oh, i know so many people oh no this man is contact then ego aa gaya drop down ho gaya and then again you come up so there is no eternal hello heaven it's in your mind there's no eternal hello heaven there is no eternal hello heaven hmm. you are creating your own eternal hell if you're happy now you're in heaven finish if you're joyous now in a state of bliss you are in heaven same in the evening you're upset girlfriend baat nahi kar rahi hai khana nahi mil raha hai light nahi chal raha hai you are creating your own who is a yogi i am beyond hell and heaven i am in bliss that state is constant okay and through that state that cosmic energy operates through him and every decision that he does he is not responsible because he is just an instrument that is the termination of a very high sadhana when you are just not living in future not living in past giving your best every moment with complete awareness as an offering and the results will come to you because that is how nature works okay i know that you've seen some crazy things in your life <laughs> <laughs> i have seen nothing i have seen nothing <laughs> these physical eyes have seen yeah. crazy things i think we live in our own world we live and we experience such things and there are many things happening but at the same time you should be aware that there is only one reality again i'm putting the entire concept of tantra into vedanta because the termination of tantra the termination of bhakti the termination of uh, gyana everything comes to vedanta only that everything is satchitanand pure consciousness and if you're operating in that 
see uh, something very practical now you are doing kriya yoga which is fabulous again which is dealing with only chakras and everything i am doing some sadhana he is doing something else these all tools so suppose we came in a cab now we didn't get the cab here the job of the cab was done the glass the job will be done so when your sadhana is done you will realize that even sadhana is not required but people get attached to sadhana and that is also an ego clash so when you evolve on the path you will realize even tantra job is done everything job is done there is only silence and which is bliss then your presence will talk even without words you will talk to many people even being in the mountain you will do what because you have become one with everything have you gone deep in the himalayas yourself yes some beautiful experiences most beautiful experience which you are allowed to share um, <laughs> my guru has given me nudges on my head <laughs> and sent me to some great saints people say that oh everything is doesn't exist but there are great saints living in the mountains who are 150 years old plus who are looking like 30 like even if you look at my guru she is 80 85 plus she is faster than all of us in the room so there are great people operating mountains are they have great yogis great yogis they just sit do their job you know there are few heroes working behind the curtains whatever gurus we see now in public they are great gurus but there are great gurus also who are working and just sitting there they are uplifting so many like us how mm, i will tell you something suppose uh, you have a pain in your ankle do i need to tell you you know it once you tap into that frequency you just know and you just do things it is only out of compassion these great gurus also reincarnate again and again for with only one agenda that the dharma goes on all these rishis have only one goal that one day we merge into that oceans of consciousness so the unevolved human being has free will and sometimes that free will makes you do evil things like go to war kill people rob banks <laughs> yeah. rob people etc here we have these evolved beings who choose to come back to the physical realm take birth in human form but try staying away from society in order to keep their evolved minds evolved hmm very And, interesting no i'm i mean i'm this is a theory <laughs> yeah. please like correct me if i'm wrong after hmm. uh what i pitch hmm. they're sitting out there in the mountains hmm. they're definitely doing some work in the higher planes hmm. in terms of i don't know they're channelizing light to the world hmm. i don't know how else to articulate this yeah. thought yeah uh they're praying for us they are hmm. probably causing circumstances within the lives of influential human beings hmm. those human beings are living through their life hmm. with circumstances coming at them hmm. with someone coming and saying hey you know what you should start this business hmm. you should become hmm. a cricketer you should enter politics you yeah. should become an actor yeah but even those people and those circumstances are coming from somewhere hmm. these evolved beings are probably responsible in some way in order to like send those circumstances and yeah. situations what yeah. else or am i have i said something wrong no you're going on the right path two things let's talk about free will okay free will and destiny there is nothing called free will because when i use the term free will that means at this moment you can leave your body and come back in your body at this moment you can stop this time and space we make our own choices and when i talk about destiny destiny is moksha destiny of say i'm meeting uh, r bhai is my uh, destiny that means we zindagi bhar i'm your only because that is english translation so we have moksha secondly there is only um, choices and there's karma 
karma is something very powerful that works we can't on it you might be the greatest yogi but you will if you have taken a human body you will go to the law of karma it is there secondly talking about these great rishis imagine you are just an instrument everything will happen through you and yes they come just for the goal of upliftment of human being so they will come in circumstances but only if you have surrendered and you're asking for help how do you do that you know there's only one thing you can surrender as your ego that's it you can't offer god god you people i see people worshiping god giving you know bhagavad gita says something very there are four kinds of bhaktas you know uh, we used to do this in school also i'm sure everyone the first bhakta is oh my life is miserable oh no bhagwan ne mujhe aise hi bataya horrible horrible nonsense like always tripping and crying for small small things and blaming god second is very interesting oh i have an exam today god i'll give you chocolate and you give me 100 marks third is i want to see god i want to know who god is i want to talk to him and fourth was surrender jo hoga hum face kar lenge because i have him now after talking about this bhagwan when i say bhagwan is lord krishna he says something very beautiful how when a child cries he goes to the father similarly all these four are equal because they are coming to me so depending upon your evolution you pray to god but you are praying to who to him also so for in our case it is kalbhairo krishna for someone who brings shakti it's kali or looking hanuman is hanuman but with that understanding they all are one if you say that my kalbhairo is cooler than shiva oh oh ego hmm that is what is happening now which is very sad that my god is greater than your god they are not understanding that the sun shines equally even for a beggar and a saint or my religion is greater than your religion finish same thing problem it's actually your ego it's speaking it's actually an ego that i am more powerful than yours which is anti spiritual in the yes, first place yes 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 which is very very sad and okay this is coming from someone who has moved to rishikesh and who's fully immersed in practice yeah i think um, it is all i to be honest very honestly it is just his grace that he is holding us but at the same time whenever i get an ego rise he will knock me on my head and get me back because the sadhana is there and uh, it is not by reading any book or you know reading patanjali yoga sutra vedan no it will come when you are experiential beings and how you to become experiential being only through your sadhana one day at a time with the right attitude will change your world and slowly you will realize an enlightened being is a small person you think oh rishikesh will see why no old people walking with sticks and all oh, okay but these are great human beings in the mountains the mountains the trees the cosmos is supporting them and they are like gods walking on earth that is a rishi higher than gods do you see them in mumbai uh in many forms yes in many forms playing their role but not a rishi a highly evolved being a what rishi doesn't need to step out there are many many kinds of rishis also in fact in the text there are three oh, there's a very beautiful story uh, i would love to share if you're okay with it um ved vyasa was the one who got um, the uh, veda as far as okay he didn't get he as we call him the articulator that means all the parts of knowledge was there he got the vedas together and he had a very amazing son called shri shukha you know he was born in cosmic consciousness he was born as a god like i'm talking about him at a later stage but there are few incidents which just gives me goosebumps when i read it for the first time and there's a scene where he's going walking and vedas are saying that don't go you have a role to play the entire world needs this knowledge and he just turns around and looks at his father and from the mountains from the sky from the trees i am here i am here i am here the sound comes so that state of a human being is everywhere and he always look young 
he was always in cosmic bliss and when you came under his uh, circumference you will also get you know at times you get goosebumps when you see someone people started getting so these humans are there and whenever there is something wrong such people will come keep us grounded that is the role of rishis those are rishis but yes there are highly evolved beings who are operating and uh, i think that people have a misconception that oh orange daddy hai and no 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 i think you are a very evolved being you are getting so much knowledge you are playing your role but a time will come and you will think bas only sadhana will come yeah. then the game will change time came a year ago but this is something great you are doing we need this we need this so that is your dharma now and you can't run away from your dharma imagine through your talks one person there being uplifted so much blessing is coming to you and that will help you to remove your karma also but if you have a wrong intention that mai kar raha hu i am yolo then gone do you think there's people in the film industry or in the business world who are also highly evolved beings there might be but depends upon you know we all are living two lives one is your internal growth and other is the external growth like uh, people may judge me that oh uske haath pe tattoos hai which i get a lot but in charm someone else so there might be many 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 people i'm very sure there might be and people change with time people change and you can change any time where you know only after revolution there's evolution hmm spiritual path people think oh he is a monk sitting like this wearing orange clothes kya zindagi se bhag raha hai but the battle against your ego is the greatest battle you can have so we call it the bed of uh, thorns and after walking through the thorns it becomes a bed of roses because they both are together always so the path is very painful so depends and one emotion in fact all the great rishis and all the stories when you read in puranic stories and all the great rishis they have gone through the deepest darkest times and then rise and shine has happened so so much to learn but you know nowadays we are selective convenience i am spiritual only when everything is convenient for me and when things are not going oh god is like this but you are responsible for your own like you were here because we want to be here the doors were now to go in or come out is up to me that awareness is there then anyone can evolve anyone and i think you know we are scared of only one thing losing our identity especially in this big industry they have so much like so that's the way and once you let go then you can do magic which is why material growth actually feeds your ego mm. knowingly or unknowingly yeah. yeah like okay you have fancy cars you have everything but if you don't have the breath now you are liking me i'm liking you there's a very amazing energy that is so much from past sanskaras if i die this moment you won't even come close to me Hmm. If you understand that this energy is in everything, and you tap into that, rich poor nothing matters. You are the sun then, always shining. Let's speak about death. Yep. Let's speak about aghoris. <laughs> You've met aghoris. I was very blessed to. Yep. You've met some aghoris. Yeah, being in their presence also. Do you want to describe what it's like being in their presence, or describe that day? About aghoris. Um, why god should be only in temples in beautiful places high in the mountains the path of aguri is so beautiful even in dark there is god and that is the path of aguri they are left handers they are tamasic you might be knowing about it but the beauty about aguri is you know what they eat everything they do everything because everything is divine mother 
how we surrender to how we have surrendered to kalbhairav they have surrendered to divine mother because even in this chair even in this mic she is operating so why not in the dead there are great agories who do their sadhana um this is the oldest um, agori great sadhana where they make yantras we have not spoken about yantras yeah, i told symbols you. symbols yeah like everything is a yantra in fact nature is giving you yantra the flowers and seeds and everything they make yantras where they keep the dead body on it in fact they are great aguris who keep their family members also and what not they keep they offer many elements like horse hair nails and it's a very detailed sadhana which is not in public whatever i'm sharing is also just peanuts and then they do sadhana and that sadhana they go so deep that is where that goes you go beyond that and uh, it, it is so secretly shared that uh, it is just like even if you great take a great tantric text few text is not there it is just blank half written why because you need a person who has already experienced that dimension to explain you and that way a guru comes in you had conversations with agoris yeah they are great What they are very you? abusive they are very uh, aggressive but that is their love we just taken in a wrong way like even uh, an actual aguri will not actually talk a lot and you know we act, an actual aguri will not you know go to a market or go to a temple they live in the burning arts machan and they will change places only in the night from one machan to other machan only from 12 to 2 that is where the tamsik sadhana is done we do during brahma muratam they do during that time god is everywhere depending upon how your sabhava is what do you talk to them about <laughs> i think it was my karma to be with them to see them and to see how uh, the past sanskaras were always there yeah but uh, i'm very blessed that my guru has knocked my head and made me realize that yes whatever is true but the highest goal is to completely let go of your ego that is the termination of all sadhanas do you think that agori path rejected you no i think i had so much of ego that i have come back again to <laughs> continue my path but do you think in a past life you've been an agori or something i am sure the way all the knowledge is coming out it is it fascinated me from childhood from child i was in fascination about uh, how the rituals are done and if you see my books school books i used to draw agories later which i realized i used to talk to my guru about agories and not read anywhere few stories i shared with my guru she started laughing she's like where is this coming from and people say there is no past life of course there is past life and especially for spiritual people it comes out it comes out and you will be guided but uh, there are some agories you know encounters where they are wearing human jaws and तो खाएगा तो ही तेसे बात करेंगे सो दे टेस्ट यू ऑल्सो एंड वॉट एवर यू थिंक डर्टी इज दैट इज वे आगोरी वेल लव इज दैट लाइट इन दैट डार्कनेस एंड एन एक्चुअल आगोरी विल नॉट नॉट कम आउट इन पब्लिक आई मेट फ्यू आगोरीज वो वेरी वेल एडुकेटेड ऑल्सो वेल एडुकेटेड स्पोक इन ट्रेवल द वर्ल्ड दैट इज दर कॉलिंग डिपेंडिंग अपॉन योर स्वभाव यू गेट द पाथ अहेड दैट इज हाउ नेचर वर्क्स I would assume that you only find them in towns, cities, villages, and not out there in the Himalayas. There are in the Himalayas. Hmm. I go. You actually, they love to be alone. Do their sadhana. They don't like people around, and their sadhana is so beautiful. In fact, the path of tantra, aguri, they, you know, there's a very beautiful story that comes up. There was a great aguri uh, saint, enlightened being only, aguri path. He was sitting, and there was a deity. So there are many small, small deities are there. and um, she used to come to him every day and tell him 
and she knew that he is a great so she used to tell him that oh you know what i will give you everything in life and she realized that this man can actually communicate because he had so much of tapas so uh, she used to go to him every day oh you know what uh, i will satisfy your material needs i will give you everything that you will become the most powerful person and that enlightened being used to go there do his sadhana in the night because that was his calling one day he got fed up and he said what do you want what do you want she said i'll give you everything so he said you know i challenge you one thing if you satisfy my need then you'll never bother me let me do my sadhana she said yes she got very happy that day you know what he said i have a problem in my right knee can you please move it to the left knee and move away from here that is an agori not getting entangled by all these lower deities and all to reach shiv to meet shiv to be with shiv lower deities lower deities yeah that is where black magic happens that is where lot of things happen and that is where the ego game is what is lower deities lower deities you know there are many lokas so from earth till sun there's one loka it is written in the vedas puranas from uh, sun to the pole star and it goes up 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 uh, talking in human language these lower deities are entities of course there's good and bad both but people get hold of those entities to get their job done now suppose i want to do something on someone and you know people do it but they don't realize that the deity and that she's sucking away your spiritual energy this is what demons are in christianity this is what demons are but the highest demon is in your mind hmm. that is all your negative thoughts that is all your low emotions and we have to fight that demon not get entangled in anything and on the path of you know why people are fascinated for agora because this is this comes to you what comes all the encounters with demons all the shortcut to evolution all the occult powers all that spiritual experiences that goosebumps and all that so people get fascinated but it is the most dangerous part don't get entangled if you have a guru your guru will knock on your head and get you back but the guru should have that experience are you allowed to name some lower deities which are spoken about in stories which are still prevalent you shouldn't yeah but those same lower deities which are probably spoken about in ramayana mahabharat some of them are still around they are still around see these deities are not in space time and causation we live in space time and causation once you have taken the human body you come in space as and causation for for example uh, do you remember your childhood or do you have some nephews or some young, young uh, you tell your nephew tomorrow i'll take you to for spider man for him tomorrow is like oh no tomorrow 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 for us your is coming to an end so the older you get the time is but what is the concept of time when you go to sleep when you're in deep sleep you've passed out completely where is time hmm do you remember uh, what is the date today i'm sorry whatever remember on this date 6 months ago what were you doing what is time and something that you like time goes very fast something that you don't like time is not moving time is a mental concept and yogi is beyond time and deities are even beyond that deities are lower than yogis i think Oh really? Mm, all these deities. I'm not talking about higher gods like Shiv, Shakti, Vishnu. They all higher gods. They are like all these lower deities. Um, in Kerala, there's a temple where they worship these deities. Lower deities. Lower deities, and they satisfy all your material needs. Uh, I don't know what they call it. Something borders that's not coming to me now. They worship all the lower deities, and the people are so materialistic. and these they offer the deities gold and everything there are many places in fact so again it's an ego trap because you have placed that deity higher than god and of course that deity is god not but god doesn't want anything god is within you that experience that when you get 
and every human being experiences that state it's just that they are scared because they are unaware of that knowledge have you encountered lower deities uh there are lords in rishikesh <laughs> if you go high in the mountain in fact the mountains are known for such energies and rishikesh is very charged so if, if you are doing sadhana you will experience many many things there like what like varanasi like presence of deities or presence of energy in fact we normally also can feel energy at times when you click along someone or you know get a vibe that i want to stay with that is also an experience of energy many questions yep i'm ready i i'm just holding back a bit but i'm ready no no i yeah. uh i understand that everything you're saying is you channelizing something else so yeah. i'm not probing you too much here yeah, so because like you know i don't want anyone to get entangled in this yeah because it is very fascinating yeah. there will be comments which will say no we want to know yeah, more yeah, and all yeah. but i think with conversations like this there is a certain layer that you leave uh, untapped yeah 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 why and, is that uh, why because um, okay this is a very amazing fruit okay it looks like a mango but when you cut it it will taste like a strawberry but it smells like a banana yeah i'm giving you the mango or whatever i call it have it eat it yeah eat it how is it <laughs> it feels like a carrot <laughs> amazing experience talks you have answered everything every individual has a different experience and you mm. can't put experience in theory you can't put experience in theory that means if i read books but if i have experienced something it is greater than the book because it is my experience Hmm. and i know with conviction this has happened so the more sadhana you do the more clarity you get with experiences do you think that when you talk about experiences or blessings yeah. they lose their power uh yeah because my ego is talking <laughs> very smart you i'm running away from such topic because i had an experience i am more cooler than nar bhai and kaise ho raha hai khatam mujhe janjat mein girna hi nahi i'm just an instrument and the goal is to get the knowledge of the rishis out because the moment i share my experience i will think that khatam and i don't want another birth hmm so the goal of the life is moksha bas in percentage how through are you 0% <laughs> <laughs> how will i say percent when i'm just an instrument because if if i have tagged an experience like you know how vedanta says that if uh, i am seeing this is a cup I've come in the dimension of name and form, and anything that has name and form has an expiry date. But if I am that, but nowadays I see also people talking Vedanta. Oh, my! The must ho. Zindagi is very must. I'm unaffected, and half an hour you don't get a coffee. Finish. You lose. You lose the plot. So we call it the Vedantic flux. Very interesting. Beautiful stories in the Upanishad about Vedantic flux. Do you avoid tea and coffee? Uh, I used to love coffee. At times I get coffee crave, but mila to thik, nae mila to bhi thik. I'm okay. How much do stimulants affect us, Adma? It affects a lot. Uh, Patanjali Maharshi, as I'm quoting Patanjali Maharshi, because he's beautifully explained practically. He is the first person who has explained samadhi. We call him the psychologist. No person has given samadhi. He talks about samadhi. Aushadi, we call it. You might be knowing about ayahuasca, about all all the aushadi. What is happening? It affects to a greater extent, but it will not take you to samadhi. It is like when a battery got power charged, cut it and left it. and after a while you know we used to teach drug addicts in dharavi something again very personal what drugs uh, inject and everything and everything like small small girls and all but coming to the point um, i met a small girl very interesting and i was uh, not talking to anyone they used to cover themselves in 
and in the night you know so i had a small encounter and um, after many months she started talking a uh, very personal i said what happened and after knowing me for 8 9 months she said something very beautiful jab pehla dose liya na jannat dikha jannat but wo jannat kaam nahi kar raha tha to dose badhaya abhi itna dose badhaye ki पढ़े रहते पढ़े रहते बट वॉट साधना टीच इज दैट डोस इज यू रन आउट साइड यू नो दैट अ वेरी ब्यूटिफुल सेंग यू नो वंस यू हैव टेस्टेड हनी यू विल नेवर लाइक शगर सो वॉट इज द हाइस्ट जॉब फॉर ह्यूमन बीन हैविंग सेक्स थ्री हाइस्ट जॉइज वी ह्यूमन बीन हैव सेक्स फूड एंड स्लीप एवरी मनी ऑफकोर्स यू नीड मनी बट यू नीड फूड यू नीड सेक्स एंड यू नो वॉट तंत्रा टर्मिनेशन ऑफ तंत्रा इज दैट हनी imagine being absorbed in that ecstasy of life and being one with everything that small star that is shining to that small land that is walking you know everything you're one with everything that is a state of a very highly evolving and that time no words are required it's only the presence that is talking and doing things i met a tantric recently who um eats meat yeah who smokes cigarettes mm-hmm. who occasionally smokes weed i've met tantrics who occasionally drink alcohol mm. but and these guys are advanced mm. people in their yeah. own path yeah I, it confused me about what i always thought <laughs> about these thing i thought they take you away i know that they affect your speed if you're on a kriya yoga yeah. oriented yeah, yeah, path yeah, 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 for yeah. sure yeah, yeah yeah they don't allow your meditations to go deeper yeah see there are three types of uh, people in tantra also in fact in every sadhana there is one tamasic there is one rajasik and there is one satvik so even you talk in the territory of tantra or any sadhana specifically you're talking about tantra now tamasik are the people they actually eat meat alcohol wine sex then that meat alcohol wine sex is translated into rajas then they eat other things and in satva tantric is where you offer flowers honey milk so depending upon your behavior you do tantric in fact i don't know people might be knowing or no puja is tantric in nature yeah any ritual any ritual do. is tantric in nature mm. but if you are offering a flower you come into the satvik tantra if you're going into other practices so we call it the five m's which are beautiful mm. and uh, everything is tantric in nature when you evolve because yantra mantra tantra if you see every yantra every yantra is tantric so that knowledge should come otherwise you're getting diluted Mm. and even when the awakening of kundalini will happen it is a very painful path that is what i have heard it is not like oh as a beta and you go up in paradise no 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 you may not even come at conclusion of course these great rishis every am adi shankar acharya the great and all i'm sure they were great he was a vedanti but he always talk about divine mother he was a tantric also because he had that knowledge and saundarya lehri that has written an entire tantric people read about it now so the process of tantric is like when your kundalini awakens that knowledge comes to you and if body is not ready finish you will collapse the body should be strong what do they do in rajasik tantra rajasik tantra they are aggressive with their practices like kechri mudra what you have heard about kechri mudra or oh, it will come in your practice oh, in future when you evolve kriya yoga sorry i should not say this it is personal but yeah kechri mudra is the advance of tantra where दुर्वा यू नो दुर्वा वी ऑफ टू गणेश द ग्रीन लीफ या या दे रिमूव द ग्रीन लीफ दे टेक अ स्ट्रिंग एंड दे कट द फेरेनम ऑफ द टंग वॉट या 
that is kechari mudra so this is tantra tantra is not just sex this is actual this is all hardcore practices in tantra they cut the ferrum of the tongue and slowly slowly you will cut it when you start cutting it of course you will bleed a lot it's it's painful you can't talk in fact i have few friends who have done this sadaks i can't call them friends they on the part doing it your tongue will roll out now when your tongue will roll out you will roll the tongue push it in the nasopharyngeal cavity and then it is written that the nectar of life will come to you so you're basically unlocking your tongue unlocking and even after cutting there is lots of beej mantras there are a lot of mudras you have to take there are a lot of sadhanas you have to do oh maine kal cut kiya you're destroyed only under the presence and in higher sadhana the guru will cut it for the first time and after that you have to cut it that is also the biggest challenge to go beyond the body so people don't read such things in tantra they think that to tongue cut kiya tongue and where to roll the tongue what is the nectar what is that uh, amrit that people talk about don't know but it is that coming out from the pineal gland that is what gives you that you know hatha prata because it's something very beautiful that sweet taste of nectar oozes you get goosebumps that is that oozing out process so kechri mudra it's tantras beyond many many things <laughs> don't cut your tongue please we need, ah! <laughs> we need you <laughs> yeah in fact there are practices which you cut your tongue with your so many many practices you should not the world needs you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't talk after it or it's very painful very very painful and it's a test for the disciple to go beyond uh, physical pain physical uh, pain and the physical that body. is the essence of kesari mudra one of the essence of kesari mudra because imagine this serenum is very delicate and imagine you cutting it yourself little 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 till you push your tongue in the nasopharyngeal cavity you block the prana take the mudra push it up yeah <laughs> let's not go deep man yeah but the experiences are beautiful have you done any painful sadhanas tattoos <laughs> sorry <laughs> tattoos that's okay. jokes about because you know i i'm why i'm saying because any kind of pain that you're taking on your body is the removal of karma really if your attitude is right and if you have knowledge mm let's talk about tattoos one second uh, before we talk about tattoos yeah. i've made so many videos on tattoos the cosmetic angle the yeah. fashion angle yeah. i strongly believe there's a serious spiritual angle when it comes to tattoos if yeah. you put that energy inside i've had people oppose me about this so yeah i get a lot of hate for oh you're wearing kurta and you have tattoos and all and all but um i believe that and very strange i never talk about my tattoos but it is like eda and pingla the right hand is only shiva the left hand is only shakti and i did this when i was very very young with no knowledge so all my sanskaras were coming out similar even mine is like that my right hand is only shiva my left hand is like yeah it's like all warrior tattoos yeah same it is coming out and kal bhairav is the warrior of all warriors yeah so tattoos play a role but depends upon in fact your body is the greatest temple here if if you maintain it and you understand how it works you uh, something else my granddad passed away 3 4 months ago and uh, he had been suffering in his physical body for a while so the family had expected it yeah. when he passed away while it was expected it was just strange seeing death so up close i don't know what got into me but after years i decided to kind of get a tattoo which i've wanted to get for a while mm. so i've had a bow and arrow on my left tricep nice. for a long yeah. time uh it's to remind me about focus and mm. again it's like all my tattoos are very intense fiery mm. yeah 
and it's it's added that intensity and fiery yeah element to yeah. my head for sure yeah. i feel it start to get stronger with time yeah um so i wanted to get like this oh, so nice. trident nice uh, yeah. on my right tricep for ages but i was waiting for a meaningful moment to happen in my life yeah he was a shiv bhakt yeah uh i was actually going to get a mace yeah. like to make it arjun and yeah, yeah, bhim yeah. yeah but uh i decided to get this i don't know intuitively yeah. when i was getting this yeah. and i've got huge tattoos i've got like massive ones nice. which have taken like 9 hours you have hours. a nice tattoo of, yeah. Yeah. of of shiv ji yeah, yeah, yeah. so i had huge tattoo sessions in my life didn't hurt me yeah. this one killed me in terms yeah. of pain and i'm like what is this it is what i realized when i had tattoos the right time when i wanted and these all free hands like no planning nothing it just coming into place when i wanted that it came to me how many many scenarios when i started my sadhna shakti sadhna and all and all it just came like kaliya came and she just changed the game oh that's a nice start yeah she is very very wow yeah and when i was struggling with uh, doing things ganesha came at the right time so there are tattoos and i think the deity stock the deity stock in their own ways but with that knowledge you have to be aware otherwise you start hallucinating which happens very what uh, like after a tattoo no 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 after when you you know when you pray to deities or talk to deities and half the time you hallucinating what do we know you're actually talking about a hallucination mm. Mm, that's a game that is happening with lots of people who shiva mere dream i know i'm talking you have to be very careful how do you even differentiate depending upon the quality of life that you're leading mm, that is something very important if you're leading a very dharmic satvik life with proper sadhana and proper knowledge and working on your ego they will also give you directions all the time but if you're leading a life who's manip then the mind the mind is very all the tantric sadhana any any i'm talking for the first time so much every sadhana especially tantric sadhana gives you a lot of uh, pleasures in the mind and which is again a problem so that to control the mind is the goal so that tantra tantra should be done with bhakti vedanta karma and gyana otherwise destroyed ego trap Okay. Do you intend on getting more tattoos? Uh, I got this few days ago. I wanted him wow. walking to Kailash. And uh, oh, these are gorgeous tattoos, man. Yeah, these are like, like I have one. Uh, my your favorite also, my favorite also. <laughs> He just came to me. Then this also just came to me. Wow. So, yeah. Dude, this is one of the most interesting sleeves I've seen like in my life. Yeah. And, Both. Uh, yeah, this is Shakti Shiva. Then I have beautiful Ardhanareshwar here. So yeah, Shakti Shiva has to. So at times they were indicating, but still people think that oh you're a spiritual person, you should not have tattoos. I think your entire body is your temple, and if you understand that, even the opposite guy becomes a temple. And in fact, the body is temporary; it is going to fade away one day. But if I am ready and I maintain it, then yeah. What do these mean to you? But at the moment, they mean nothing because I know that this is going to change soon. I have going to have wrinkles I'm going to get old but I know one thing that will never change that is the self so I think this was an attachment with time I had to get rid of it and when I went to my guru and asked and she still laughs at times I met some great gurus they used to call me spiderman because of the tattoos and all like a web and one day I was sitting and I asked and she said any pain that you're going through is a removal of some yeah so that attitude changed a lot of things do you think that the tattoos become storehouses of power everything becomes like you know uh, people ask me why are you wearing this ring 
and uh, we went Varanasi and we picked it up. There were hundreds of rings and finger dali, and this ring just went in. And still now I find it difficult. I see it was black rustic, and now it's shining. So the state of your body and the state of your mind also energizes. So many things show a lot of things on your body also. So this is which I think people might be knowing in tantra also. You know when we do puja, when we go to a temple or something, when you do proper tantric sadhana, you keep the flower and you exhale. That prana is given to the deity, and you worship the deity because that is your relation with the deity. And in the end, when the puja is over, you take that flower and you inhale. and then you see they keep the fly on the head that transfer of energy shows also that your body also shows energy and the things that you're wearing on your body also shows energy so that knowledge is very very important so if your body is very very healthy at times when very healthy the tiles will also shine they will shine out hmm if you're mentally not in a good state or you will also be lethargic that is the reason the rishis used to use copper copper talks it stores energy like a shri yantra uh, it is made up of copper Now, now modern people we all use SIM SIM card. SIM card has copper foil. You know, पहले double one double zero तो Nokia का. I used to show a stone number binary form में. That copper stone. Similarly, when you are doing sadhana, that Shri Yantra is made up of copper. So when you do more puja, it stores energy, and that energy reflects in the surrounding. That is how chanting is done. Shri Yantra is like a three D Yantra. Right? A three dimensional. In fact, uh, Shri Adi Shankar Acharya, any temple he visited, he got it out, and no one knows. If I give you a paper pen, you can't make it. It also tantric sadhana. Doesn't to just make it. Uh, you can't make it normally, but when you understand the triangles in it, the upper facing triangles are Shiv, the lower facing triangles are Shakti, and in the center is the self. So these all tantric sadhanas that see why to worship only gods, even in forms they are god. So that nameless and formless, these saints have got it to form so that we can actually do our sadhana. If I tell you, okay, आर भाई ऐसे बैठो और सिर्फ ध्यान करो, आपको पता ही नहीं क्या करना है. But now when I say काल वैरव पे ध्यान करो, you will. Then one day, what happens in tantra? The higher you evolve on the path, you get features like the deity. You pick up the character of the deity. I mean, you reach the third eye. Literally, it is said that the deity will talk to you. But with me, sadhana and state of mind should be there. Otherwise, again, ego trap. <laughs> That's been the theme of this whole. Yeah, I'm purposely grinding it because personally, I've seen lots of people they start the path and they they lose out from the essence that the crown is the essence of being absorbed in the self. And you know, Sri Paramans Ramkrishna ji. Ramkrishna. Ramkrishna. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Ah, uh, he was a great kali bhakt, and you know the story. I'm sure everyone knows that when he met his guru, his guru said, "In that state of consciousness, cut kali." Hmm. and he said no no how will i cut my mother i can't cut i can't cut and then when he gave the knife and that state of consciousness when he cut kali he just went into ecstasy when he came into consciousness he saw kali everywhere so kali is from that form to formless is the most important journey and it will happen only through gyana when uh, shri arbindo was in the jail uh, of course you know about him he was a fighter freedom fighter and everything he was in jail and he pleaded to krishna that hey bhagwan now my time is coming give me glimpse of who you are because i don't know what is next and then sitting he went in a state of trance when he opened his eyes again you know the bars of the jail hmm he saw krishna in it the jailer who was giving his hand to get him out from the jail he was krishna when he went to the court he saw the lawyers krishna the audience as krishna he was completely in that consciousness and that time when the love comes out it's unconditional because you have experienced that so called fruit that you are talking about 
and that your experience is your anubhav in life i i have like four or five questions yep. i don't know which one to ask <laughs> this this has been a slightly heavy podcast for me like i don't know if i'll be able to do a second episode <laughs> with you today because i i kind of want to go in depth yeah give me a lot even to think about there is so much that so details about shiva dhuti and all the goddesses and you know and understanding how they operate how they work like the amazing facts about what chakras are what petals are what happens when you know even if you get glimpses again you fall down there is so much but we have to tap into that is another <laughs> department altogether why do you say hari om tat sat hari om tat sat ya you you say it at the end of all your reels all our reels hari om tat sat is something very beautiful because uh, every text that you read it ends with om tat sat and when we live in rishikesh we address everyone with hari om tat sat that is to make you realize that uh, that pure consciousness is the same everywhere hari is vishnu actually vishnu is the one who sustaining in everything even in this even in that everything 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 om is the nad like you know how to chant om actual when you do hatha tantric practices you chant om from the navel actually so, learn that from your yeah uh, so that when the sound comes from that that is the nad you know at times when you are very quiet and you your sound will come all of a sudden one you you will get blocked it is the sound of the planets and such higher sounds it's called nad again that is lay yoga it's another territory altogether what what you lay lay l a y l lay yoga to merge in the cosmic sound there are approximately millions of sounds in your body but what is the it is a buzz buzzing you hear it's in high state of sadhana if you are aware it is also the sounds of the planets that you can hear Mm. which are inside your body or which the is actual... inside in fact uh, i'm jumping into another territory altogether jump <laughs> <laughs> there are called nad yogis these yogis have mastered sound and in the beginning getting the big story into short when you start sitting in sadhana for the basic sadhana you start hearing dup 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 that is your heartbeat the more internal you get you also feel the pulse the more internal you go you will feel the flow of blood the higher you go in your sadhana that is you move from the lower to that is the chakras another territory sare gama pa resonates the sound the more you go inside you will hear ocean birds the highest sound is om hari om tat sat so om when we chant it's you know i'm chanting from the navel i'm not using my glottis i'm not using my nose i'm I don't know you can hear it or no, but I am enjoying it. So that nad is the highest experience. That is where the formless has taken the first form. That is Shiv Jamru. And Tat Sat is that Vedantic statement where that reality which never changes. So generally, whatever I have spoken, whatever I have done, I take no credit. It belongs to Hari Om Tat Sat, just an instrument. Do you use multiple mantras in your sadhana? Yes. But I have one beach mantra that is we stick to that. No, that you uh, yeah, you know. You I'm, know. I'm talking about like things like Gayatri mantra, Mahamrityunjay mantra. You know, yeah, Gayatri mantra is very very powerful. If you chant it properly in the morning during Brahma Muratam, for good uh, half an hour, you will realize that your intelligence, your memory capacity, and your awareness increases. You know, when we do Kapal Bhati, there's a practice called Kapal Bhati. It's called Kapal Bhati. Kapala actually means the skull, but here they are addressing the frontal lobe. 
and the proper kapalbhati done with awareness will start giving you intuitions and also visions now again people get fascinated karna hai karna hai but i'm sharing only half baked cookies because you need a guru so kapalbhati was done to activate your frontal lobe because this is where kapalbhati is the quick breathing right yeah actually there are four types of kapalbhati done with proper bija mantras and everything there are bija mantras you attach in the actually actual pranayam is done with bija mantra what pranayam we are doing is you know i'm taking you to the candy shop but the door is locked when you are initiated on the path of evolution with every pranayam you will get a bija mantra with that mudra with that kumbhak it becomes breath and this is all down to your guru initiating you. yeah it is papa sanskara's guru like brahmari when we do um sorry i'm just jumping into multiple It's topics fine. the highest brahmari is when the sound comes from the nasopharyngeal cavity brahmari is the b sound which people do now for insomnia to sleep to rest but the highest brahmari is the sound coming off from here so what i'm doing now is i'm taking bandhas taking mudras taking my tongue up and then so practice 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 this is nad and after doing this you will get goose many many things so brahmari is this and hatha pratyeka male male bee and female bee a yogi will inhale like a male bee and exhale like a female bee so this is male bee exhaling is and the higher i do the effect changes sorry i'm just getting excited it's great yeah <laughs> do you chant the gayatri mantra yes that's your mantra uh no no <laughs> you actually there are multiple is... sadhanas that we do but uh, when a guru oh, this is something very interesting you should know and you will enjoy it because your sadhana will there are four ways our guru will initiate you depending upon your capacity and depending upon satvara jyotama if you are a baby on the path of evolution they will give you a mantra vocally in your ear now how that will work i'll be come back later second they will touch you you won't even come to know thirdly they will have an eye contact and fourth if that happens to you when the guru willingly keeps their feet on you moksha is coming to you so depending upon the capacity the guru knows what medicine is required that is the reason physical gurus like if i see why i left everything to shiva 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 it was good in the beginning but the more you evolve you will realize that that shiva has taken a form to guide you and when that job is done again you will go to the formless so there are many many ways but these four ways are mentioned and the last one if that happens to you like parman shiva um, swami vekananda he kept on us his guru kept on us feet he was in ecstasy then he took that away and told him now get to work the same you are doing work 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 but you have to get back to sadhana and how does a guru give a mantra see the guru has done so much sadhana he has become one with that mantra and mantra has become so charged he or she giving willingly magic is done for example if i am chanting mantra for 10 years if a guru initiates me an enlightened guru of course and a very powerful guru then that 10 years will become 6 years 5 years because that guru is guiding you and that becomes you know charged and not charged that is how it works so we are just jumping into random territories but going with the flow yeah do you want to say anything about mahamrityunjay mantra i don't know the most powerful mantra 
ஓம் திரம்பக்கம் யஜாமை திரம்பக்கம் எஜாங் திரம்பக்கம் யஜாமை வென் யூ சாண்டட் எவ்ரி வேர்ட் ஆஃப் த மாமுஞ்ச மத்ரா இஸ் அ பீஜ மந்த்ரா இன் த ரெஸ்பெக்டிவ் பெட்டல்ஸ் ஆஃப் த சக்ராஸ் ஸோ வென் யூ சாண்டட் இன் அ ஃப்ளோ இட் ரிமூவ்ஸ் அ ஃபியர் ஆஃப் டெத் செகண்ட்லி இட் கெவ்ஸ் யூ த பவர் டு மேக் திஸ் ஃபிசிக்கல் பாடி ஸ்ட்ராங் and thought it directly associate with certain chakras and petals in the body can't give too much also but so that we keep it in normal language but very very powerful it is said that many people have healed just by chanting the mantra if you chant it rightly if you don't chant it rightly the effect will be slow you won't get like 100% but one thing that i personally realize if you don't believe in god if you don't believe in anything just chant om hmm that's it simple for beginners people are complete sit chant om you we can do an experiment no we have done that in rishikesh also ek plant ko liya chanted om 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 blossoming abused so energy is constantly working no in fact when you do higher sadhana then you take the gyan mudra you will literally feel electric impulses in your so the body gets charged this is the room that i chant in by yeah <laughs> this is you know when we entered and we just looked at and i said this has a vibe like very charged what what do you pick up it's nice it's subtle it's growing into you but you also charging it at the same time one last question before yes. you go what yeah. is your ish to dev i worship shivan kali both because okay. uh, of course when you worship shivan kali then kalvera also comes hanuman also comes they all from the same family but yes without shivan kali i'm nothing and when i say shivan kali they have a lot of other forms also sequel episode See, has to come because now you have like give me a kick to talk about them okay. yeah yeah so I, i earlier earlier i said that we won't do a sequel episode change my mind <laughs> you know there's an entire series of kali which no one talks about like shivaduti and then you know kali has images where you know blood is coming out from our vagina and all people are scared to talk about it but they don't know who kali is and i think people should know because when you're talking about shiv you should realize that shiv is nothing without kali that is the entire essence of tantra and agoris and agoris have given their life to kalis because they know that she will take me to shiv mm and at that point of time when the termination happens at the crown no he no she it's only pure consciousness so i think kali has to come i think and navratri is coming so she is hitting on my head and telling you mm. or you have to do something about kali sorry ஒன்னுங்கிங் see you in 5 minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see you guys in a few weeks <laughs> cool. um, now that you've reached this point in this episode you know why i had to split the chat into two different episodes that's the nature of this man that's the nature of the depth of his knowledge and that's the nature of his relationship with the deities i'm not going to say too much more all i'll say is that there's no end to this subject of spirituality do check out all our other chats we recently had palgar in pochi on the show as well if you want the input from the tibetan buddhism 
you're going to enjoy that episode and of course if this is the first time or one of the first few times that you're watching TRS then make sure you check out our series with Rajarshi Nandi that's also packed with information but for now look out for part 2 of this deep chat with Bhavesh bhai we'll be back soon <laughs>